0: Welcome to the podcast, In Progress by TravelFit. I'm your host, Chris Walker, the founder of TravelFit. I'll be taking you on a journey where I interview small business entrepreneurs to worldwide celebrities, where we hear each person's stories and how they overcame their own challenges to achieve their professional and personal goals in life. We dive into how to create a successful life through health, fitness, and developing a stronger mindset, and how travel can impact our life for the better. If you feel stuck in life, then this podcast is for you. thanks so much for jumping on the podcast today for everyone listening in who who are you and what is it that you do
1: awesome thanks for having me man so i'm dion dion Mankovich. um i'm the father of two beautiful little kids i've got a lovely fiance simone and i'm a mindset and peak performance coach and i just my biggest goal i guess is to create the biggest mastermind in the world and that is to help people unlock their limitless potential so ever since I like, I don't know, guess sort of 19 or 20, I've been obsessed with like motivation, so to say. So I've listened to Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor and that sort of thing. So it's done a lot for me and uh, man, I love seeing people kick gold, you know, like there's no better feeling than seeing somebody struggle and everybody's got this big dream or vision in their head to actually see them actually achieve what it is they set out to do. So that's sort of what I live for, man, in a nutshell.
0: That's epic. But, I like to always dive a little bit deeper before we kind of go into, you know, what you're up to now and how people can kind of oh. get those golden nuggets too. So the question I usually ask most people is, what was your upbringing like and how has that influenced you to be the way you are today? And also influenced you to obviously like, you know, not everyone has this perspective straight away. So what you also did to shift that perspective in the process
1: yeah cool man great question look um my upbringing wasn't necessarily bad or anything like I came from a normal family um mum and dad were both hard workers they bought houses when they were young just sort of like their way of like making money was to work hard buy a house and have a family home and that sort of thing um but yeah it wasn't it wasn't a bad upbringing um but there, there was a massive transition like um, two big shifts happened in my life with my upbringing, I guess, if you want me to go into them really quickly, but yeah, upbringing wasn't bad. So I don't want everyone to think like I've come from like the, the poor, all that sort of thing. And then there's like from zero to riches. It's like, we didn't come from a wealthy family. We came from a family that was happy and healthy, worked normal jobs, you know, had a family home and that sort of thing. Um, always been very family orientated. I'm very close to my brother and my sister. We're like best mates. Um, but I guess like where I really noticed family and learned a lot about myself and my life was my mum and dad split up when I was 15 and my mum took us three kids on. So at the time I was 15, my brother was 14 and my sister was seven and we were a handful to say the least myself and my brother have got like crazy amounts of energy and, and we weren't the most disciplined kids through school. We're definitely challenging. Um, but yeah, basically after the split up dad went and did his own thing and, me, mum, my brother and sister—we were stuck in a caravan park. Man, it's like it's all mum could afford. But what I really admired is I learned so much from my mum because she never spoke bad of my dad. She just put her head down, bum up. She was a nurse. She worked full time, raised us three kids, put us put us all through private schools, worked her absolute ass off, bought us a family home, and to see her now semi-retired is just a true testament of the woman she is. And I guess like I learned a lot from her because um she was just a hard worker um never asked for handouts from anybody and now she lives a beautiful life it's nice to see it to do a big 360 but it brought us kids very close um it learnt us um how to live taught us how to live below our means but it it taught us a big thing about like what family meant and and a lot of my best mates became family and that sort of thing but one of the biggest eye-openers was when we left school because my mum's side of the family was very entrepreneurial. Like our Opa's is a famous inventor. My Omar, she's a famous Australian artist. Um, one of our aunties was a very successful lawyer, but like out of the box sort of lawyer. Like she um, helped a lot of like big companies and they created big companies and that they were always be out of box solution thinkers sort of thing. And my dad's side was very much get a trade, go to uni, go to TAFE or get an apprenticeship or you're a failure. And the thing was, is like when I left school is I, I I, didn't want a job. Like I didn't like listening to people. And um, what happened is I started a uh, business with my friend. We bought a franchise, VIP Loans and Guards when we were 18. Shouldn't have gone into business when we were 18 with mates because we run that into the ground within 12 months or 100 grand in debt. And um, then we got my dad at the time was working the mines. So we got myself and my brother got shipped out to the mines, which. Like was every boy's dream, you know. Like earning a couple of hundred grand a year when you're 19, 20 years old it was like that was everybody's dream. But it wasn't my dream. And what happened about three and a half years into working in the mines, did well financially because you earn good money out of the mines. But I decided to quit and start a business. And my biggest eye opening thing was I remember at one of my birthdays in front of my whole group of like 30 friends, um, when I quit the mines, my dad said in front of everybody, and I still remember it to this day. He goes, "D." you're a fucking letdown. And it was because like I'd given away the dream job, you know, and I hadn't gotten an apprenticeship and I hadn't gone to TAFE and I hadn't gone to uni like the rest of the grandkids had. And um, yeah, that was a massive rocket to go, cool. So I'm going to, I'm going to prove to this man that I can, I can be successful, so to say. And um, yeah, that was my upbringing, man. It's like, we, we didn't really have an, we were very, we, we were taught to be good kids at school and, finish school and going by buy your first family home and get an apprenticeship and myself my brother my sister we kind of did the opposite to that especially myself and my brother and um it was very frowned upon very frowned upon um, but looking back now man it was the greatest blessing in disguise because i'm a negatively motivated person so i'm one of those people that if you give me a pat on the back say well done man i'm like i'm kind of like yeah cool thanks but if you tell me i can't do something it makes me go harder because there's positively and mo- a- negatively motivated people. I'm a negative mo- motivated person. So the fact that so many people were against me saying that like, you're a failure, you don't have a trade and you haven't bought the family home yet was like so much drive for me to push and create the businesses we have over these, the last sort of 10, 12 years. So yeah, that's a bit about that's my upbringing, man.
0: That's epic. Do you- What do you think the biggest misconception for people finding their own motivation is like, because a lot of people don't even know how they're motivated.
1: Great question, man. I don't want people to get confused with the word motivation because every single word in the dictionary, every single word that we say has a definition. But the interesting thing is, is you ask someone a definition of a word like motivation or leadership or whatever it may be, or parenthood or boss, you know, everybody has their own definition. So firstly, people need to get clear on like, what does motivation mean? And my belief on motivation is motivation doesn't exist. You know, like motivation is just a term to say you're on a roll, you know, like you've got a bit of momentum. Whereas I believe people have got to find intrinsic inspiration. So you've got to find a reason why you're doing something. And for people to do that, they've got to get over emotional blocks. You know, they've got to get over limiting beliefs. They've got to get away from thinking like the status quo, because you've got to understand is like, they say 3%, like, like, if you've heard of the cash flow quadrant, you understand that like 95% of the world on one side, um, shares 5% of the wealth, where the other side, 5% of the world, which is the rich it's share 95%. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if you actually look at the numbers now, it's the 5% is a lot smaller. It's between 1% to 3% share the world's wealth, you know? So if you want to be a part of that 1% to 3%, the problem is most of us are taught and most of us are frowned upon If we act, if we don't act like the 97%, people want you to do the certain things like be a good person, get a good job, get good grades, get a qualification, go and buy that house. But what they don't understand is everybody's got this dream in their head. Like you ask anybody, if they're true to themselves, they've got a dream. You know, most people let them die, but everybody has a dream. And the thing is, people do what everybody else does. And the thing is, if you do what everybody says to do, like your friends, your family, your aunts, your aunts, your uncles, if they don't have the results that you want, why are you listening to them? And that's a hard pill to swallow for some people. And I know it's very hard to face your family and do the opposite, but you've got to understand is that like, if you want to live like the 1%, you can't do what everybody else does. You can't do what the 99% does. And what's the 99% do? They do what everybody else does.
0: 100%. And it's so funny, <laughs> you know, I think it's interesting because... You know, people seek advice from these people that don't have what they what they want, and it's like a continue, mm-hmm. continuous cycle. Oh, go talk to your uncle's cousin's brother because he's really good at yeah. giving advice. Your uncle's cousin's brother's an alcoholic who has nothing to do but reflect on his own thoughts because he's made so many mistakes but taken no action. Like, yeah, <laughs> like start seeking people I, who can serve you. I guess
1: exactly, man. And the biggest example I use for this is like. Look, these people that live an outstanding lifestyle, like it's its an incredible lifestyle. And I call it outstanding because I believe that's better than excellence. If you want to live an outstanding life and have outstanding results, you need to do outstanding things. And the thing is, think of the word outstanding. It means you're going to stand out from the crowd. You're going to be picked on. You're going to be frowned upon. You're going to get told you're a failure. You're going to get told you can't do this. You can't do that. You're not good at this. And that means you're on the right path. If you are outstanding and people are critiquing you, you're on the right path.
0: And it's such a good like little way to, you know, measure that, I guess, because a lot of people, as soon as they see something like, or something goes wrong, like a challenge arises or someone says something negative or whatever it may be, then they start to take that, oh, I'm on the wrong path. But
1: Exactly, man. Exactly. And look, the problem is, is like most of us is like, The moment you go to school and the biggest challenge with like I have with it, with the schooling system, and I don't want to change the schooling system or anything like that. Like I'd I'd love to do a lot of things, but the thing is with the schooling system is you go in and you get told what you're good and bad at. And then according to a certain grade, like an A, B, C, D or F means you either fail or, or pass. Right. And the thing is like a fail is like you go home and you're scared about showing the report card to your parents, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: like it's frowned upon. And you're taught to only succeed at things that you're good at, you know, and do the right thing. And the problem with that is what that does to your mind, your subconscious mind, the mind that controls 95% of your life is it starts building little paradigms and ceilings within, but like within your head, which is like, like like programs in your mind. And when that happens, when you have failure in the real world, the problem is, is like you get scared, you freak out. You reject it. You don't want to deal with it. And then you go back to what you're doing, thinking you're a failure, you know? So that's why a lot of people don't try or even go out and do the things that they want to do because they're scared of failure Mm. because failure was frowned upon, you know? You were raised that failure was bad. You've got to get an A, B, or a C, you know? Even a C was bad, you know? Like, I'd crap my pants when the report cards were coming out. Like, at the end of the month, I'm like, far out. School holidays, I'm going to be grounded. This sucks, you know because your report card the problem is you go into this world and you don't seek failure it's game over you'll never achieve your dreams you know
0: say to people who you know are seeking to obviously achieve something but obviously they're just not willing to fail like how how can someone build the resilience to i guess fail (laughs)
1: man a couple of things there is like you've got like the problem with like with this is like so many people just about go out and just fail yourself forward. And that's great. But understand is that your life is controlled by your beliefs, you know? So first you need to overcome your beliefs and start believing that failure is good. Failure is a blessing or an opportunity in wolves clothing. And the reason why you need to understand that and the way I did, it, it was like success leaves clues. So I started like, relentlessly studying, reading, mainly listening to podcasts and books of successful people. And the common trend you hear about all of them is all of them hit rock bottom. Mm. All of them failed more times than they succeeded. And that was enough proof for me to change that belief and go great. Failure is good. It's not bad. And the way I look at failure now, it's like an iceberg. Failure is the problem, which is just the tip, but that big valley under the water that you can't see the thing that we're too scared about holding our breath to go under and have a look at what's going on. That's got all the opportunities. It's got all the lessons and that sort of thing. So if you're dealing with failure, if I can give you an analogy, something practical for you to use is pretend failure is a big gift. It's a present wrapped up in this, in this ugly wrapping paper. And someone's just giving you this gift and the wrapping paper, it is like, it is scary, man. The wrapping paper looks like a horror movie. You're like, whoa, whoa, man, I don't want this present, man. Keep it away from me. But the moment you take the courage to peel that 5% back, which is the wrapping paper, inside, underneath the wrapping paper, what's inside wrapping paper generally on your birthday?
0: It's a gift, isn't it?
1: A gift, a present, a surprise, a blessing, an opportunity. So if you're dealing with failure, look at it as a gift. But you've got to... Build the courage to lean into it and go, great. What is it here to teach me? And that's what people, that's what people miss. And there's a really cool, cool thing. I actually taught it at the Mastermind last week. Pain yeah. plus reflection equals progress. So pain is whatever you want to call it. Pain is challenge, frustration, failure, setback, whatever it is. Um, what's another? Trauma. So pain is something that we all experience. Pain is inevitable. But suffering is a choice. And the thing is, the moment people live in pain, if they don't reflect, you will never get progress. For you to progress, you need to reflect on that pain, ask powerful questions to understand how to move forward.
0: Because yeah. if you
1: just like keep going through pain and reliving the pain, you're not going to learn anything. Same if you keep failing and doing the same silly thing over and over, you're not going to learn. It's happening to you for a reason. And as I say, it's like, People always think life is happening to them, like poor me. This sucks. Why is this happening to me? But life is always happening for you and not to you. And And the only one reason, yeah, the only way you're going to see that is by actually going, Great, why is this happening to me? Why did this happen? What can I learn from this? What was the positive side of this? What did I get from this? What did I gain? How can I become more to overcome this? And that's when your life changes.
0: And that's the crazy thing. It's just like one one different statement that completely like shifts a whole scenario. Like, and, you know, you talk about cognitive behavioral therapy, like, you know, thoughts, speech, actions, behavior, new identity. And people actually start to embed like, you know, just a little bit of like shifted language. It's crazy. Like how much that would change for them? Like, you know, I remember when I first embedded like a little bit of CBT um, into my life and it was after I read, I did a course in it, like a short course, because I was curious about it. Is, like... that
1: the, uh, Is that
0: the marijuana oil? No, 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 no marijuana for, for this this guy. Uh, Clean as a slate.
1: Yeah, what's CBT? <laughs> Sorry, I've heard uh, of
0: that. Uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, and essentially, it just teaches the the very basic fundamentals of like you know thinking about what you're thinking in your brain. And then translating that to changing your behavior, how you speak, and then the actions that you take. And then that goes into how you behave as a person. And then that shifts into an identity of, you know, who you represent yourself, like new values beliefs, beliefs, what, whatever you want to call it. And it, it's crazy. Like, I remember the day that I started doing this and I did it as a PT. And I was like, when I first moved to Sunshine Coast, I did this course in in London. And I was like, I just noticed one day, I was like, well, these other PTs around me are so negative. They're always complaining about shit all the time. And I was like, I've started doing that. I kind of like, I kind of got pulled into into this state of like being like, oh yeah, the normal thing is to complain about how there's not enough clients or how everyone's like against you or the economy or blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I was like, all right, well, let's just challenge it here. I read the book, Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Yeah, cool. Like, all right, cool. Well, let's just start with more healthy discussions in the head. All right. I'm tired. No, I'm energetic. All right, cool. I've got no money. No, I need to actually create an opportunity to make more money. And just like went from those thoughts and then speaking around people to me instead of being around these people detaching and only speaking with people who spoke the same way as me. And then from there, all the actions I take were only aligned with the way that would be, you know, of a service to myself and not others. And that just started, like, that completely shifted my life, just going through that process. And it's so crazy how so many people, all they'd have to do is just change one word in their head, be Judge Judy in your brain and be like, all right, you called yourself a piece of shit? Well, why? What's the evidence there?
1: Yeah. 100%, man. 100%.
0: And diving into the mindset, how did you start to shift your perspective when you know you might feel low on energy because you're an energetic dude like you're probably <laughs> the most energetic person i know <laughs> and like you're always on like in a good way but you it's full controlled how do you does that come from like the reason of you knowing what your purpose is and that drives the passion to become more energetic cool
1: question man um firstly i think like naturally I obviously, you can tell by my language, I, I tell myself that I'm an energetic person, you know, like I was about to say, you know, it's like, I think it's genetics. Like I'm just full of energy. But the thing is like, what's interesting is like um, Nanny Sue, which is Sims mum was looking after the kids this morning while we we're working and came home. She goes, they're just energizer bunnies. It's like the kids have got my energy as well. You know, like they're full of energy and it so much of it comes down to a, your thoughts, like what, what you're telling yourself, but be who you surround yourself with in your environment, you know, like, For example, with like, if you keep telling yourself you're not a morning person, of course, you're going to wake up feeling like shit, you know, but like you were saying before, like words have weight. So if you keep telling yourself you're not a morning person, you've got no energy and that sort of stuff is like your mind's going to keep telling you and proving you right. Like think about the last time you wanted a certain car or shoes or dress or whatever it may be. You wanted it so bad and you focused on it so much. You start seeing it everywhere, right? Mm. And it was always there. It's the same thing with what you're telling yourself in your head. If you keep telling yourself you're tired, you're lethargic, you've got no energy and that sort of thing, of course, you're never going to have energy, man. Like, first, change your words. But the next thing is change your environment. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Like I have a very, very small select circle of friends I hang out with and they're all high energy people. They're all positive people. Because anybody listening now, man, is like, think about a time where you hung out with just like a a bunch of negative Nancys or your old mates from school. You haven't seen them in years. You finally catch up with them and you catch up and all they want to do is sink piss and watch the footy, And all they talk about is how shit life is. And the missus did this and the boss did that. And the government's doing this. So you walk away drained,
0: you know? Yeah.
1: Those are the two big things for myself, but obviously there's the basic things like what you focus on and what my fiance focuses on is like, like nutrition, you know? You can get a Ferrari and you put shitty fuel in that car. It'll drive pretty good, you know, better than your average car. But if you put the actual proper like jet fuel in that thing, that thing will fly like a rocket. But right now you're driving it thinking it drives pretty well because it's a Ferrari, but you don't know how good it could perform with the right fuel. It's the same thing with your body, man. Like we're all, all in a Ferrari. This is the only vehicle you've got. Like this thing is like a temple. The thing is we're putting crappy fuel in it and you think you're pretty good now. Imagine if you actually fueled it correctly, how good you would feel. No one knows how good they're meant to feel until they actually do it.
0: It's so wild. Hey, like you think about, I was only thinking about this the other day. It's like, there's a reason that things are cheaper, low quality things are cheaper. Yeah. Like, you know, and there's a bit out there, but you know, you're conditioned to feel a certain way. Because if yeah. you felt the energy, you'd reach more potential.
1: Yeah, 100%, man. 100%. But energy, man, so much of it comes down to self talk and your environment. The same thing is like your habits and your routines. Like, what do you do in the morning? Do you go straight down and get like a sugar muffin and like put crap into your body and that sort of thing? Or do you get up and move your body and go for a walk or exercise? Or are you grateful and have a nice cold shower to energize that body? You know, like there's so many things that you can do without changing your mindset around that but so much of it man is like i believe everything in life is a mindset you know like everything like your friendships relationships finance business career is a direct reflection of what's going on inside here your mindset
0: how do you keep yourself in check to you know make sure the ferrari runs perfectly
1: great question man it's like so many people like like we'll chatting on this call about like some first world challenges I've been having the last sort of two months. And if anybody follows me on social media and what date it's the 25th of May. So for the last six to eight weeks, I've literally been off social media. Like I've been MIA. Like I think I've done two posts and the occasional family stories. So we've had a lot of stuff going on in our life, but so often people just think you missed a positive, you know, but understand is like, there's no light without dark. There's no positive without negative. There's like, the world works in perfect duality. For every action, uh, every cause, uh, there's an effect, you know? So it's like my life is up and down as well, you know? Like I've been going through some some challenges this sort of last six to eight weeks. And the way I keep myself, like check myself in is like I jumped on and I, I did a video, a live video on social media, I think on Friday, just sharing, like talking myself literally through the process of like how I'm dealing with something reaffirming that everything's okay. I'm going to find the lesson in this. What can I do to become more? What can I do to overcome this? And it's so true, man. So much of it just comes down to our language. And the thing is like your mind is like, people think that they are the problem, you know, like people think that they're not good enough. They can't do this. They can't do that. But man, you've got to understand is like every single person, they were the solution the moment they were born. You know, but the problem is that like, everybody's comparing themselves. They're trying to keep up with the Joneses. And when you do that, like, as they says that like, comparison is the thief of joy. And the moment you compare yourself to somebody or something else, you give away your power, you know, and you got to understand, that like, you, ju- you just have to walk out to a forest, you know, or even just look outside at mother nature you know, and you'll notice that mother nature, like, Everything is so unique and diverse. not a single tree, plant, insect, bug, animal is the same. They're all different, and they've all got their own unique purpose. As they say, as you pull one thing out of the food chain, and the whole thing falls apart. It's the same thing in our life, man as so many people are trying to do what they've been like programmed to do their whole life. you know, fit into society, do the right thing. get good grades, be a good person, go to uni memorize this stuff regurgitate it, and get a piece of paper you know like so many of us are like we're programmed that way and like the movie the matrix like you get to choose but honestly forget your freaking dreams if you're going to act like everybody else forget your dreams if you're going to keep on listening to all the dream stealers around you forget your dreams if you're not willing to go through failure and 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 face challenges you know because it's just not gonna happen. And I've completely forgotten the question you're asking. I think it was like, how do you get back on track? But for me, man, it comes down to questions because questions are the answers. And right now, if you're listening to this, you're probably like, oh, like you're talking to yourself. Right now you're talking to yourself in your head, asking questions and your mind is giving you answers. You've got to change the questions that you ask. And here's a really cool example. The next time you don't know something or the next time you say you can't afford something, instead of it go, how can I afford this? How can I make this happen? How can I get more time? The moment you say, I don't know, it shuts off all of your neurons in your mind and just stops there. But the moment you go, if I did know, what would it be? Your mind opens up to what could be, what if? It opens it up to like the the ether, the universe to actually go out and become more as a person to overcome these things and find the right answers.
0: And it's pretty crazy, like, you know, as kids, we'd always be like so imaginary and we'd always think about like the what ifs in life. And it was just like this certain period in time where it was like the flip of a switch that went off. And then people were like, okay, corporate job, trade, uni, whatever it is. And then it was just done. Yeah.
1: hundred percent, man.
0: How can people re what, what, what would be one question that you would, if you, if you're in a dark spot in your life right now, and you had, but you had the knowledge to ask yourself one question, you know, it would change your life. What would that question be?
1: All
0: right. This
1: isn't mine. I heard Jordan Peterson say this. And I'll probably say it completely yeah. wrong. at how he said it, but he said something along the lines of like, and like, this isn't against anybody that believes in God or anything. Like I believe in the universe. So I don't know whether there's a God or stuff. My belief is like, there's a higher power. I don't know what it is, but I believe we're being guided by something. And he said something really profound. he goes, You know, anybody that believes in a religion or a God or whatever it is out there, they pray, right? They pray and they get answers, you know? They pray to their God and everybody that prays and they believe in their God, they believe they get answers. Because you know what? Anybody in their right mind, if you sit on the edge of your bed and pray and you just say to yourself, what the hell did I do to fuck up? Your mind will give you the answer. It'll come up with answers. It's about it. stopping in the present right now and going, great. Why is this happening to me? Or going, how can I improve? Or what is the lesson in this? Facing Just comes in. Going, great. Why is this happening? And ask that question. Your mind will find and direct you. And then it might direct you to, to reach out to somebody or do a course and upskill, or pick up a hobby or start that business or leave that toxic relationship or join that network of friends, you know? So, I hope that helps.
0: That's epic. 100%. I think, you know, when people, you know, actually face what's in front of them and stop hiding behind the bush, and then life improves. Yeah, man. That, that integrity to actually just get on with the show. And yeah, it is what it is. You just keep moving.
1: 100%. 100%. And, you know,
0: that's obviously not saying that, you know, you can't express yourself. You need to be constricted with your emotions. It just. Sometimes there's a difference between trauma bonding with people and saying how hard life is and becoming a full victim and actually just taking responsibility for your life and moving on.
1: 100% man. Emotions are 100% healthy and you need to feel them and go through them. Otherwise they will just bottle up. But there comes a time where you need to own whatever's going on and go, great. Why is this happening? Why is this my fault? How can I fix this? Because only you can change your life. No one else.
0: Epic. So what, are the biggest game changers for you in life? Like what, so you're obviously into like investing and you've got multiple roles of what you kind of dabble in. What, what are, what are some of the things you'd suggest to someone who wanted to, you know, start making money while they sleep or wanted to pursue a passion? Like what would be the first steps for for those people who are, they've asked the question, but now they want to, you know, start finding some cool uh, fuel sources, I guess yeah
1: great question man like I'll try to answer this in a, as, as
0: brief a summary
1: as I can but um you you asked before about energy and purpose and that sort of thing and I've got like a, a an odd belief on purpose. I don't believe we've just got one purpose. so many people are out there searching for their purpose, you know but the thing is is like I, I believe like you've got like a you've got a theme of a purpose like you've got something that you're drawn to, but it might have like a hundred different things that align with it, you know. But I believe it's like, I've got a thing called the purpose project in the masterverse. And it's a basically, I just take people through a process to basically tick some boxes to help them start a business or improve that relationship or advance in their career, whatever it may be. And to understand that like, whatever you're doing requires energy, you know, like, you've, like I believe if you want something bad enough, you have to go all in, you have to be present, whether it's your relationship, finances, business, career, whatever you need to go all in fitness, And firstly, you need a plan, of course. But let's say this is something big, like you want to start a business and you're nervous. You need to find a way to commit so that you can shake the nerves off and be willing to fail. And some of the things I do is like, for example, I do a mind map. I write down like the business idea and then I write off a million different ideas around it so I can get clear on what it is that I want. But from that, I go, great. If I was to go all in on this business over the next five years, would it help me create financial wealth? Why do I talk money? Is like so many people get funny about money, man. Like, like, you know what? I'm not doing it for the money. It's like, awesome, man. Give me your money then. Go to work and give me your money. I guarantee they'll have a different belief around it. But the thing is, money gives you options. Money gives you a free freedom to a certain extent, but money only fixes money problems, right? The thing is, why, people don't, why a lot of people don't have money is they're funny about money. Think about if you were in a relationship and you didn't want to talk, about your partner at the dinner table. Or you weren't allowed to. Don't talk about them at the dinner table, honey. It's bad news. Or if you're awkward around them, how long would they hang around? Not long. It's the same thing with money. But the thing is, we're told, don't talk about money at the dinner table. Oops, don't say that. Like, you're funny about money, so it's not going to hang around. And the thing is, what people don't understand is they're bragging about being broke every single day. They go into a shop. Oh, I can't afford that. It's too expensive. You're bragging about being broke. So you're going to stay that way. It's all built into your programming. So with it is you need to make sure that if you go all in, is it going to give you a great shot at creating your financial stability of what you need from your current job, for example? Okay, that's one thing. It needs to tick the box that it's going to make a great amount of money that's going to help suit your lifestyle. That might be 100 grand a year. It might be 10 million a year. Everybody's different, right? So it needs to tick that box. The next thing is is you need to make sure there's a demand and there's a niche for it. So many people have got these awesome business ideas in their head, but nobody wants it. No one's going to buy it. It's just what they love. You need to make sure there's a demand. But the next important thing is that you need to make sure that if you were to commit the next five to 10 years to this thing, and if it failed, you'd still be happy doing it. You need to be able to tick that box too. So many people say you don't need to love what you do. Far out. It's so much easier to do it if you love what you do it's easy to stay up late at night. So many people say, like, how do you function off that low sleep? Or how do you stay up and do this? Or how do you get all this stuff done? It's like, the thing is, it's like, you need to love what you do to a certain extent. It makes it so much easier to do. You know, when you're feeling tired and you feel like quitting, it's a lot easier to get up on your horse and get up and do it again. But same thing is like, you've got to make a decision with it. Like, for example, when I did the PLC gyms, like, they grew like wildfire when we launched them. And it was because I went all in. I burnt my boats, as they say. I went to the island, burnt my boats. I had no option but to make it work. Like, you have to go all in on things for them to work. Otherwise, it's like far out. Like, What do you expect? As they say, like, you act like the the masses, the 99%, you'll get the same results as them. But if you want that 1% life, if you want that impactful life where you make a real difference and you inspire people and you lift everybody up around you, there's a very small percentage of people who do that. And there's a reason why. And it's because they're willing to go out on a limb and make it happen and do whatever it takes. So yeah, like I said, make sure there's a niche in the band. Make sure it's going to make um, a certain amount of money to align with your goals. Make sure that you're actually going to enjoy it. That's so important. Because the thing is, is like, When you start a business and you'd know yourself, it's like, it's very common not to make a single cent for years, you know? It's very common not to make any money. So naturally the mind goes like, all right, that's too hard. I'll stick to my job because I know I'm going to get paid, you know? Right now, yes, it's the best option for money stability, but long-term, you're capped. You're stuck doing something you may not necessarily like, you know? And if you're not happy right now, guess what the next 10 years are going to look like if you keep doing the same thing? exactly the same because if you go all in on your business yeah you may not make money for the first few months but long term it might make you a lot more if you're solving a real problem and adding value to other people of course
0: and it's so the whole like what you put in is what you get out as well like
1: exactly.
0: people say you're putting in all this effort and all this work and they think you're a little bit crazy or obsessed <laughs> i've had that thought before um <laughs> but then you get these cool little things from this you get the result you get you know all the hard work pays off and then people are like, oh, how'd you make that happen? Yeah. Well, all the times that you called me crazy or delusional led me to that. Yeah.
1: The- <laughs> no. Exactly, man.
0: Exactly. So for yourself in the next five years, where would you like to be?
1: So it's not like I love talking as if I've already created it. And like the goal is to build the biggest online mastermind, which is going to be the one stop education networking platform in the world.
0: That's what we're working on. That's what we're going to do. And what does that look like for people who are interested?
1: What does that look like? So we're going to have 50,000 members and it's going to be all like-minded people, like learning how to unlock their limitless potential, so to say. And basically the way it is, like you come in, you've got a closed group community where you can basically like into things. I remember I was a part of like, I loved my, I used to have like a big jacked up Navara and I loved that thing, you know? And I was a part of like this Navara group. And you had a problem with your car, you just jump in the group, you'd write a question, you have 50 people respond with your help or they'd refer you to the best mechanic or whatever, you know. That's the goal of the group is we're going to have a community just like that. We're working on, on building that. I actually launched at the start of this year. And here's a cool example of failure. And it flopped, you know. My goal was to have a 1,000 members in the first three months. I think we hit 100. You know, it flopped. And it was a massive hit to my ego. It was so humbling, you know. So now we're relaunching in two weeks, actually, which is really exciting. A little plug there. Yeah. But basically, so people can come in and they can network and, and, and chat and talk about stuff, you know, in a closed, safe Facebook community. And then we've got a program called Teachable that plugs into it. And there's modules, there's guest speakers, there's like group calls, there's live Q&As and all that sort of stuff. For people to actually learn like a university login. So that's the goal, man. And um, eventually it'll be... um all linked to like the the masterverse and we'll have like an online virtual reality is the big goal. Whereas like you can be anywhere in the world, chuck your Ray-Bans on whatever like virtual reality goggles you've got. And you can be part of like a live audience and be learning on the spot, like a Tony Robbins event, but like, like you're there. So. That's epic. That's where we're at, man.
0: So for someone right now who might just need one last bit of inspiration, who they're, Let's just say they've started a business. It's gone to the shit up it's it's not working, nothing's working. They feel like they've failed. What would you say to them?
1: Number one get a mentor. number two understand that failure is serving you something and you just haven't learned if it keeps happening so you got to find the like the, the lesson within it and number three it's like Be grateful that you've got the opportunity to have a go at it, you know, have a go at this thing we call life because so often, man, the the life that we're ungrateful for right now, somebody else is praying for, you know, like the life you have right now, if you're listening, no matter how hard it might seem for you, if you're living in Australia, you've got a pretty bloody good, you know, but somebody else is praying for the life that you're ungrateful for right now.
0: It's amazing. And it's such a good perspective shift for people to just be like, wow, like I do have everything that, you know, yeah, man. doesn't have. And yeah, it's like, a, it's like an uppercut everyone needs. hundred <laughs> oh, percent. So for people who want to maybe reach out to you, ask you a question um, or just, you know, have a little stalk, where can they find you on social media?
1: Even Instagram's the best spot. Like, even though I haven't been actively posting on there, I am on there every single day connecting with people. Um, and it's just dion.munkovic, which is my full name, which they'll see in the bio here. And, um, yeah, you'll find me on Instagram, which you can't miss it. It's like a profile picture with, like, a bright yellow background. So you can't miss it.
0: Epic. I'll link that uh, in the little bit below as well. But I just want to say... Thanks so much for jumping on the potty today. Like I really appreciate you know, all the little knowledge bombs that you've added in and, you know, talking about your own story and your own upbringing to, you know, where you were to where you are now, because obviously people don't see that. They don't see where people start or the process of where they've been. They only see the end result. So having the option God, to listen in allows people to actually be like, wow, like, okay, so we're all on our own journey. We're all on our own level system and allows people to actually stop that you know, the comparison is the theft of joy and allows people to actually be like, all right, I'm doing my own thing and that's okay. Exactly. But thank you so much again for jumping on.
1: Thank you, man. Thanks for
0: having us. Thanks so much for listening in guys. I really hope you enjoyed that episode and got some value out of it. If you did get some value out of that episode and you really did enjoy it, then share it with a friend or family member, share us on social media, leave us a review and help us make a bigger impact in the world today the more we can inspire people to better themselves and level up their life through self-development, whether it be one little tip here or there, makes all the difference. And you might even save a life. Again, thanks so much for listening in and we'll see you next time.